Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome to Finding Certainty, everyone. If you're a uh, new listener, we appreciate you stopping by. And if you're a uh, frequent visitor, thank you for your loyalty and your your patronage. We really appreciate it. Uh, very pleased today to have a good friend of mine as our guest, Mr. C. Savan. I'll tell you what, guys, you are in for a treat. Cease has spent the last almost 20 years now developing and selling several uh, seven-digit businesses. Even you have an eight-digit company now that you uh, have built, developed, and sold six of those. And so if you're, if you're interested in scaling your business and taking it to the next level, I mean, the percentages are pretty staggering. Cease was just telling me before we started that only... 6.3% of businesses in America ever break that million dollar mark. And he's done it six times. So, so we're talking to an expert here. Cease, thanks for being here. We, we really appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's our pleasure. So I always start out the show uh, just sharing a couple of reasons why I've invited this specific guest to join us. And um, first and foremost, just as I mentioned, uh, Cease is an expert in his field and he's not only proven this model that he now teaches to others and how to develop a, a seven-figure company, but he's done it in multiple industries. So it's not just all digital marketing or all in real estate or something. He's actually proven again and again and again in, in a variety of spaces how to do it and how to do it well. And so that's the first reason I wanted to invite Cease on here. Secondly, he and his wife have figured out a way to do business from anywhere in the world. They travel a lot. They have time freedom and, and time with their family and the ability to, to serve and give back, which they're, they're doing as well. And, you know, so I don't think they figured out how to, how to create that success, but they've figured out a way how to do it without it consuming your life and destroying your marriage and et cetera, et cetera. And that's a, that's a big step because those two don't always go in, go hand in hand, if, if you know what I mean. So am I, am I on the right track, Cease? Does that sound like a, a pretty good description of, of you and Phyllis and what you guys are doing? Most definitely, because it wasn't, it doesn't, you're right, it does not go hand in hand, and it didn't go hand in hand for us as well at the very beginning, right? So that's uh, ultimately, uh, that's why we made it such a point to run our businesses systematically and, and most importantly with leverage, where we can um, leverage people, leverage systems, and uh, leverage, um, you know, um, ultimately, you know, other people around us that they're a couple steps ahead of us. Um, and then using all those three leverages, we now can run the business successfully and um, model after success, leverage a team, leverage processes, allows us to kind of go where we want when we want. You're absolutely right. right. I mean, quality of life is... Uh is ultimately what we're looking for. I mean, our show is called Finding Certainty, right? Yeah. We want to find certainty in our personal lives, in our business lives. And as entrepreneurs, we 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 live this life on this edge right, where we could fall off either side. Yeah. And one of the hardest things to do is to find that balance and create those systems that enable us to do exactly that. Well, that's what you've done. You've done it repeatedly. So 
and you know, to a to a level, and at such a degree that you're now teaching others how to do it, traveling all over the country, doing exactly that. So, I'm very excited to hear what you have to share with our our listeners today. Yes. So I know you're from Laos. Is that right? Originally? Yeah, I grew up. Yeah, I was born in Laos, but I pretty much grew up in the United States. I came here when I was four years old, '79. Uh, we made my mom. My mom threw me on her back and swam across the Mekong River with me and my sister and my brother. Wow. Um, and uh, a couple of gentlemen that helped us cross that night. Um, just like many families back in those days, if you read about what happened in Laos during those times, mm-hmm. East Asia, we would swim across, you know, or, or, or canoe across the Mekong River to get to Thailand because then we would be free. So, but most nights during those, during the times that we did it, we, pe- people were getting shot at and, and uh, water patrols would come by. And so that, that happened to us and our canoe flipped and, we swam across, made it to Thai Thai border and Thai land, and uh, the, the the military, the Thai military, grabbed us, and we were safe. And they had a refugee camp, but you know, but for me, I, I grew up in in the U.S. I mean, that I was such so young um, that you know, I'm you know, uh, I consider myself an you know, American. I am a citizen, but ultimately, I, you know, Laos is just where I was born. You know, sure. so sure. Yeah. Well, one experience, I mean, even at four years old, I'm sure you have memories that totally. have uh, contributed to who you are and helped uh, form your, your um, opinions and impressions. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, when I was a kid, I lived in New Zealand as a child. We, we lived down there for only two or three years when I was mm. you know, four or five. And, and um, even though it was a short time and I lived most of my life here in the U.S., it, it, it really impacted me. I mean, coming from somewhere is somewhere, but even living somewhere overseas and living in a, a different country and different culture. And I remember the first day I went to school, they I wore blue jeans and cowboy boots and they sent me home with a note stuck to my my shirt that said, please come in shorts and, and, and sandals. <laughs> <laughs> and then two years later, I went back to the States and went to sh- school in shorts and sandals. And they sent me home with another note saying, please don't come to school in shorts and sandals. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so you uh, did you tra- did you immigrate to Texas originally? I know you live in Dallas now, but is that where you started, or did you start somewhere else? No, I grew up actually most of the time. Uh, I grew up most of my life in, was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh wow! So, uh, it was real strategic, you know, where they they were placing East Asian immig- immigrants back then. Huge population in Minneapolis and St. Paul, and some in Texas and mm-hmm. California. Um, because they did during that during that whole after the Vietnam War era, they placed East Asian immigrants all over the U.S. just to see what how they would adapt and the cultures and all that stuff. They found that you know Minnesota was a very nice and very easy transition, even though it was cold. But yeah, that's where I grew up most of my life. Was uh, went to school there, went to college there. All my family, a lot of my family, still lives in Minnesota. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I like Minnesota. Great yeah. people up there. A lot of really yeah. nice people. A lot of lakes. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, a, a lot of lakes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of lakes. So, when did you uh, relocate to Dallas from from Minnesota? So I left in uh, I left Minnesota in 2005. I actually went to Florida first. I went to open up my very first that was my venture into becoming a, an entrepreneur. Okay. So de- December 2005, I, I opened up my very first sales company. Uh, that was in Tampa, Florida. Gotcha. And um, we were actually a, we got a contract. One of my very first things I was proud of was 
I went to get a contract for a company called Quill Office Products. They were a, a division of Staples back then. And, sure, and I we know were, who we, Quill is. Yeah, yeah, we were training salespeople to actually go business to business, small businesses, and essentially acquire them to use Quill as a, a office buyer. Nice. We did very, very well. We just we we grew it so fast the first year, um, and then about a year and a half later, from there, I got another contract from with AT and T and. I moved a few of my guys to California and we grew that business as well. And we literally went from five guys to almost 300 sales reps in the field a year and a half later. Wow. Seven, uh, seven offices in Southern, Southern Northern California. We were like uh, consistently battling for the number one vendor for at and every single week. So we were definitely uh, just, just crushing it. So, Built that up uh, for in 2009, and sold both businesses, and exited out and came to Texas in 2009. That's when that's how where I ended up in Dallas to start my own security firm, uh, electronic security. So interesting. Yeah, I love stories, and I have a lot of guests on my show who um, they started with nothing, right? And they just yeah. they they they've built up their story, they've built up their success and their experience. Lots of failure, you know, lots of lots hurdles. Of Peaks and valleys, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't think anyone just has an easy road. Um, yeah. Maybe it was handed to them, but even then, you know, they can, we all make mistakes and we all figure it out as we go along. And and most of us, as we are doing that, we're, we're hopefully being mentored by someone. You know, so often we're doing it on our own and just trying to figure it out. But one of the keys, obviously, is to, to have a have great mentors and have great coaches helping us along the way, and so yeah. as you were doing, I mean, you had great success even with your first venture. But did you did you you and your wife figure it out all alone, or what? Were you married then, or was it just you at first, or did you have yeah. a mentor that helped you get there? Yeah, we 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 got into mentoring right away. I mean, when we started our sales company for Quill, obviously they had other vendors that other people had already been doing it. And um, right away, we reached out to the top offices that were already vendors for them and had contracts with them. And we learned right away. We we didn't um, we didn't um, you know position ourselves as as, the, as their competition. We just positioned ourselves as another another office of for that that represented Quill. So we reached out to the top five offices right away and learned from them. And then even some of them, we decided to um, ask them for mentoring and coaching. Um, and you know, and the great part is when you, when you're around people who are, are, are really doing well, um, they're very humble. You'll find that they're very humble. So, uh, it wasn't, it was very easy to ask for advice and they were, they were actually surprised that we called, right. And, and that we asked for help and we asked for guidance and what, what would they do if they're in, what did they do when they were in our shoes when they opened the first office up and had three guys to start and how did they grow up to 30 or 40 sales reps? And they were surprised, but at the end of the day, they were so humble to, to teach and to share, and which was, which was amazing. Um, you'll find that those who are really just doing really well, they're they're They tend to want to give back and contribute. Isn't that true? I, I've experienced 100%. the same hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of, of mentors, coaches, consultants, uh, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big believer in hiring professionals to do what professionals do because 
we can't be all things to all people, right? Nobody yeah. can, we talk about jacks of all trades, but that's yeah. really a misnomer. I think there's very few people who are really good at multiple things. Yeah. And those who truly succeed are, have usually surrounded themselves with a team or a tribe that are better than them, I think. Well, right? Well, and yeah. so I'm impressed that you did that. And, and I'm not surprised that they were surprised because many times people don't do that. They try to yeah. figure it out on their own yeah. and stumble and fall. They're either too proud or too stupid to try to, to actually ask for help. Yeah. And they're really missing out. I mean, it, it's one of the fastest ways, one of the best ways to shorten your learning curve and get there faster, right? Yeah, people just need to get away. Not, I mean, sometimes it's pride, just like you just said. But the other thing I notice is some people the reason why they don't ask for help is they, they actually see that as a sign of weakness and reality. Right. It's not, it's the opposite. It's actually a sign of strength that totally you're agree. able to, you know, it's like, um, you know, that one of the things, one of the people I've really learned from in my early ages, entrepreneur, Dr. John Maxwell, he talks about stay in your strength zone and mm -hmm. uh, why, why work on your weaknesses when you actually can stay in, you know, most people want to work on their weaknesses. Why do that? He says work at, you know, strengthen your know, stay in your strength zone and then hire people or leverage people that are actually better than you at the things you're weak and let them do that. Right. right? And that's, that's it. And that I learned that early age and I just started doing that things I was not good at. I, I didn't want to work on them whatsoever. I hired people or, or I, or I, I hired a coach or somebody who's, or hired a company that actually I can leverage and right away. So I spend time where I'm great at. So. Totally agree. 100%. Yeah. It's interesting because two things come out of that, right? You, you talk about leverage and, I think some people hear that word leverage and they think it's manipulative. You know, we're taking advantage of someone, but that's not it at all. You're, you're combining your, your skills and your strengths and together it's like a, it's like a lever when you're trying to lift something, right? It, you can lift a car if you have a big a steel stake, you know, a steel post and a, and something to, to use as a lever. And so it's just strengthening your efforts by. Yeah using those principles, right? It's a, that, that's a physics principle, but it, this is a principle that it almost, it rarely fails. I mean, sure, there are partnerships that don't work and so forth and vendors that disappoint us and so forth, but, but it is so important because it combines our efforts and strengthens and creates that additional leverage, yeah. as you say. Yeah, and you create opportunity when you do that for other people, right? For yeah. other people to, to grow their businesses and do what they're great at. Right. And then you do what you're great at. And then it, 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 it honestly, it impacts the world much better and faster, more efficient. Well, that's right? exactly it. Right. You know, I don't you accomplish more, but I think you enjoy it more. I mean, talking about staying in your strength zone, yeah. that was the second point uh, I was going to make is that you, if you're doing what you're passionate about and letting others do the things you don't enjoy, you don't even feel like you're working. I mean, totally. I heard a quote the other day that said a, an entrepreneur is the only person who works a hundred hours a week to not have to work 40 hours a week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit, yeah. just, but it's, uh, but it's, if you are doing what you love, you get up and you don't even feel like you're going to work. I mean, 100%. That's, yeah, I've heard people say, and I mean, I think I even heard you say once in one of the conferences you spoke of that when you work, you don't, yeah, you, you, you love what you, you do. You never, you, yeah, you love yeah. it. Yeah, you, you you love what you do. You know, you don't feel like you never work a day in your life. That's yeah. basically it. You know, so yeah, for sure. Easy. And and it's not only more enjoyable, and it's but it is invariably more enduring. It lasts yeah. longer, and it it uh, gets you where you want to go. So totally. Okay, so uh, 
let's talk about some of the other businesses you've done. I know you're today, you're a coach, you're a trainer, mm-hmm. you have a done for you uh, uh, online yes. digital marketing business where you help people really create their entire campaign, their funnels, their uh, their systems, as it were, for marketing yeah. their business or their, their program. Uh, how'd you get from uh, the sales and marketing to where you are today? I know you did some other things as well, real estate and some other things. So. Yeah, so we did real estate and then we we exited out of that and we wanted to get back into the people business. So we went from people to an actual product like real estate, right? Buying properties. Mm-hmm. And um, we realized that our our true love is actually people, right? So how can we develop people? How can we help people? How can we build teams and organizations? So we got back into that. Um and really just kind of stumbled on the done for you service. We we needed to solve our own problem first, right? So as we transition all our businesses online, um, we said, well, we need funnels, right? So we built our own and we learned how to do that. And we got coaching for that as well. We got involved with different masterminds and products that actually taught how to, us how to do that, how to be a digital and online marketer uh, or marketing online, I should say, right? So um, we solved our own problem. And then we found out that other people had these same problems that we had, we ran into. So we said, wow, why don't we, um, why don't we deliver this? Why don't you, we, we share that we can actually uh, do this for people. So we started building sales funnels for people, uh, all kinds of people, realtors, investors, coaches, consultants, insurance agents, anybody who had a service business, wanted to create courses or all that stuff, wanted to build their own coaching program, consulting program. So we got into that. And how we actually got into, and then we, you know, we built, built a, a virtual assistance company. My, my wife owns that. And she started basically saying that business owners really want the freedom. We got to leverage, right? So he's been working and we've been working with virtual, our own virtual assistant for over 10 years. And uh, we said, wow. well, we're an, ex- we're an expert at every business we've owned. We always had virtual assistants there to build our companies with us. Why not teach them people how to do this? So. We started teaching that and then business owners started coming to us, asking us for to, to hire their own VAs for them. And so we, we went down that road and that became a huge success and still a huge success. Right. Um, and then uh, and then my latest company, my coaching company, my training company started really because as we were doing all this work for people, we started realizing, seeing patterns that they actually needed training, additional training, even though they were coming for us for funnels. They need to know a lot of them came to us didn't even know who their ideal client was what their offer was what their messaging was like what funnel they should use and ultimately how to drive traffic how to market and drive traffic to, so that people actually can see what they've created right. so we said man if this is the pattern we might as well teach people how to do this as well so that's kind of how we got started in the training and coaching and uh, mentoring space as well well i love i love your story sees because you see it building upon itself, right? You started with sales and marketing, which is core, of course, to the success of any business. Then you worked in real estate and products, which is a different animal. You have to kind of approach it a different way. And then you, you know, you just have continued to evolve and talk about leverage. I mean, I want to talk more about the virtual assistant business. And I I think we definitely need to have Phyllis on the show again. And we do a whole subject on that, but yeah, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head though, is customers want freedom. Right. They want, I say certainty, but they want freedom. They want time freedom. They want control. Yeah. They want to have a life. But to do so, they have to implement systems. And and that's exactly what you're talking about. So we're going to go to our first break here. We're talking with C. Savan. He's a founder and CEO 
of the Savon Family LLC and the Seven Figures Expert Academy. So yes. when we get back, we're going to talk more about what that looks like and how you're uh, not only blessing your life, but blessing lots of other lives too. So yeah. thanks again for being here. Cease. Don't go away, everybody. We'll be right back. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero-cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. We're back. Thanks for uh, being with us here on Finding Certainty. We're visiting with C. Savon, multi um Multi, uh, seven-figure business builder, and you've built and sold six different companies at over a million dollars. And that's an extraordinary accomplishment, Cease. I mean, for someone to do it even once is an accomplishment. It's a very small percentage, less than 10% here in the nation that ever even hit that level, right? You've done it six times. So uh, I'm excited to hear uh, a little bit more about how you feel like you did that uh, because- one thing I've learned is that no matter your business, no matter the trade or the space you're in, there are definite principles that apply. And if you apply them, they will work over and over and over again. And I know you okay. you agree with that, right? Yes. So we were talking over the break about how uh, you you went 30 days trying to figure out mm. how to top ramen in different yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah. It was tight. This was when you were back in down in Tampa and running yeah. your sales organization until it really took off. and. Um, I think most entrepreneurs can relate to that. I mean, it's very few that start out with, you know, deep pockets and uh, and uh, without some stress, you know, and some worries. And um, as you've built your companies over the last 19 years to where you are today, is there is there a lesson or two that stands out in your mind that you wish you'd learned at the beginning would have helped 
as you were progressing and, and stumbling and figuring it out, is there, is there a lesson or two that you could share with the listeners that you think was most impactful? Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things is you just, first off, never forget where you came from. Right. Um, we did, I mean, me and my wife didn't have money. We, we built it from scratch. We built it without, um, outside funding, no BC, no, no lending. Um, we were so new, right? So we just, we, we built it from, we strapped on our boots and went to work, right? I, mm-hmm. when I built my sales company, I didn't hire people, train them in the classroom and send them to the field. I hired them, trained them in the classroom and then went to the field with them. You know what I mean? Right. Went to do right. went to knock those doors and, and did those sales and, and created the sales scripts from, from my own success and learn from my own failures and all those, all those things. And then obviously from coaching. So one first thing is just never forget where you came from. Yeah, there was a point in our career that we were so broke that for 30 days, uh, this we bought a 30-pack of ramen. The time it was 30 days. It was 30-pack of ramen that came in, um, uh, 10, 10 in each row. And I love to cook, but I, we were so broke that we had to cook with what we had. I literally cooked it with all kinds of stuff. Right? I cooked it with hot dogs. Some days I, I had cooked it with, with eggs and sometimes I did it dry. Sometimes I did it, you know, with, with soup. Sometimes I did it with, you know, all kinds of different things, different ways to get us by. So we don't forget that, right? We don't forget those days. Um, and then, and then at the same time, the second thing is you're, you're always in the people business, right? Uh, some people say, Oh, I'm in B to B or B to C. No, you're in the people business. You're in the people to people business, right? If you treat your team well, if you treat your, clients well you treat you know the the your vendors well that you buy stuff from people are going to remember you they're going to want to do business with you right and when 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 all of our vendors wanted to open up different territories sometimes we weren't the best uh in terms of sales as far as numbers but we they knew that we were the highest quality uh and they we had the highest values that align with them sometimes they wanted to open office with us because they know that when we would go to that market we would hire people and duplicate ethics and values right that they wouldn't let another high performing office open up because they wanted to make sure to protect that market from fraud and things like that so that's to me that's the 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 the, the third thing is just really integrity and run run your company with values like a guiding north right just mm-hmm. have that have that in place have your vision in place have your mission in place have your values in place have your identity in place you know of of your business and yourself and your, your business is an extension of you and you are an extension of your business. It's really great advice. See, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, I, I love your comment about um, remembering who you are and where you're from. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mentioned, I think there's, a, I actually think that many times someone who has immigrated to the U S from another country has an advantage over those there's, there's disadvantage, there's challenges, but you have a, an advantage. I know you grew up here for, the, mm-hmm. for most of your life, but you still had an appreciation for what it was like to not live in the U.S. to not yeah. have these freedoms and these opportunities. And so you didn't take it for granted. I mean, I think sometimes we grew up here. We've been here our whole life. Um, I see the same thing in our church. I grew up in the church, you know, and there are members mm-hmm. that take it for granted. They don't appreciate what it was like to not have it. And uh, that's that's a really important insight. So. Cool. If you don't have that, how do you gain that appreciation? How do you not take it for granted? I think you have to 
I think yeah. first, first and foremost, you have to determine what your why is. I mean, what are you working for, right? Correct. And secondly, I think you got to dream. You got to write it down. And, yeah. uh, you know, what is your why? But also, what is your where? Where are you headed? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you want to go? And so that's, uh, that's really great. I, I completely agree with integrity and the principles. Um, but then as you, as you create that foundation, Right, you've you've done a great job. You have a phenomenal reputation. People are constantly coming to you and saying, "How can we do what you've done? How can we learn from you?" I think the next step, though, is to implement the systems that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. And as you teach your your um, students, and as you coach and train your clients, uh, you have the seven figure expert or seven figures expert yep. academy. What are some of those systems that you're teaching your clients how to use and how to implement? Totally. You know, as an entrepreneur, right, every single one of you guys on this call or, or aspiring entrepreneurs, if you really look at, if you really want to be successful, your job is two things, is to get clients and keep clients. That's it, right? Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you wake up doing just those two things, understanding that your job is to get clients, and then when they do business with you, they say yes to you, is keeping clients, serving them, making sure that you deliver right on your promises. That's it. Outside of all of that is just busy work, right? And this is where a lot of people fail. This is why they fail because they, they spend so much time doing busy work. Think about this. If you want to generate a seven-figure business, if you work 40 hours a week, you're worth $500 an hour. That's how I look at it, right? Mm-hmm. So why do the $5 power or $8 power thing? You could just hire somebody to do that so that you can spend your time doing the $500 per hour activity that will generate, move the needle in your company. So for me, your every business has three parts and you want to chunk it down, right? It's got marketing, getting people to actually see what you've created, your program, yourself. That's mm-hmm. it, right? Marketing, ab, you know, advertising, driving traffic. The second part is sales, right? Actually converting, actually doing sales, actually training sales, or actually talking to clients to acquire them. And then the third part is supporting and serving your clients. That's it, right? It's very simple. Outside of that, all the other stuff is just things that you could just leverage and hire people to do. Um, so if you're an entrepreneur, your job is to send, how can I wake up and get people to see what I've created? What can I shoot a video? Can, should I uh, record a webinar? Should I run an ad, right? Should I, whatever. And then when they come in, how do I sell them? Should I, do I want to do a live challenge, live webinar, or, or send people to watch a video, an on-demand video, right? And then, uh, you know, when you acquire them, how can I add value to people and how can I build, continuously build rapport, stay in contact with my ideal clients, my clients who already said yes to me, how can I serve them so that they can continue doing business with me, right? That I can make them more offers or, if you have a continuity program, like a membership, how can they, they you know, if you re- build rapport and add value to them continuously, they're going to renewal, right? You're the membership because they're making progress and they're becoming successful. That's it. Very simple. Business is that simple, but we 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 are the ones that make it complicated, you know. So I agree with you, Cease. You know, there's um, there's something to be said about what I refer to as reciprocity. In fact, the very yeah. first show we did here, we talked about how it is the secret to success in business. And ultimately it's about trust moving in both directions. Customers have to trust you. You have to earn that trust and you have to show trust for them. And 
and it becomes this reciprocal relationship. If it's one-sided, if it's yeah. all taken, no give in either direction, right? Uh, we've all let go customers who were just not good customers. They were yep. just yep. sucking our time and our energy and, and, and not giving in return. And so if you have that balanced reciprocal relationship, that's where it gets uh, starts to get fun and can be very profitable. Totally. So besides that, as you've developed into becoming a coach and a trainer, uh, as you see customers coming to you for your Seven Figures uh, Expert Academy, why are they coming? Well, what's, what's the feedback you're hearing totally. that they're looking to accomplish? Yeah, so when, I, when we uh, are done for you service really helped us build our Seven Figures Expert Academy because we started seeing these patterns. You know, one of the things I learned about from Tony Robbins is first, first pattern you see is you pattern recognition, and then you, um, how can you pattern, uh, create new patterns, right? And then utilize that pattern, right? Pattern utilization. So I started recognizing these patterns that they're, they would get super excited, right? They want to launch their coaching business or consulting business or create a course, or they have an insurance agency they want to launch. And they want to take it online, whatever. Oh, man, I heard this thing about sales funnels. Can, can you guys build one for me? And we're like, yeah, sure. And then we started building these sales funnels. And we started realizing that a lot of them didn't know who their ideal client was, right? Like they didn't understand their ideal client. They didn't know who they were, what their problems and challenges were, what they want, all those things. They also didn't know what their offer was most of the time or mm -hmm. how to price their offer, what their, you know, um, what their value ladder was. They didn't definitely, if, if they don't know that, then they, they had really unclear messaging, right? And then the fourth thing is they didn't know what sales funnels, uh, you know, uh, was really and what, what type of sales funnels they should be using. Or, And then the fifth is they didn't really know how to drive traffic. So when they come to us now, when we create our Seven Figures Expert Academy, if you really look what I just talked about, those five areas in every business, once you know who your ideal client is, who you should be selling to and serving, then you can actually, and you know their problems and challenges. The second thing is then you can know what type of offer to create for them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, instead of just creating products and services and trying to sell that, why not find out who your ideal client is, find out what they want first and then, and then give it to them and then create the offer to give it to them. And then once you know that, then you can create clear messaging, right? And then once you get clear messaging, then you can drive traffic to a sales funnel or something that's you know um, automated or even live, like a challenge, things like that, right, to do. And then ultimately your job as a business owner, once you have all that set up is your job is to market. Your job is to drive traffic. This is where 90% of businesses fail because they fail to market. They fail to get people to see what they've created, right? They spend so much time on their products and services. Get all that done, get that done fast. And then your job now is to drive traffic and deliver value, right? That's it. Right. Yeah. Well, you talk about not just building a company, but scaling a company. Yeah. You've yeah. proven how to do that. You've yeah. learned those systems. I know you're a big ClickFunnels fan. I've seen uh, the uh, pictures of you with your two comma club awards yes. and things like yes. that with Russell yes. Brunson. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a very small percentage that ever get that plaque. These, yeah, so. totally, totally. 5% as a matter of fact. Is that right? Only, that's only 5%. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's impressive. I'm a big fan of ClickFunnels. I think it's the easiest um, funnel system. It's yeah. real, it's robust, but it's very user friendly, very easy yeah. to use, and um, and yet there's a lot to it. So hiring someone like you, and I know you approach it in two different ways, right? You'll teach someone how to do it on their own, yeah, 
and a little bit bigger investment that you'll actually do it for them. And so yeah. what percentage fall in one or two of those camps, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah. So we, when we started done for you, really love it. I do love it. But then I started realizing that these, a lot of these business owners, then I started getting to coaching them on their business. Right. right. And, uh, and it, it worked. So basically they become, they became better done for you clients because we coached them on their business. Because the one that we didn't coach at the very beginning, we were trying to do things for them. And a lot of projects were like not finished because a lot of times we were waiting on them to get us stuff that they, that we need from them, right? Their messaging and all that stuff. Yeah. So then we said, wow, why don't we just create a coaching package, coach them on this stuff, get them to know their ideal client, their offers and all these things so that the, the done for you service can actually be move along faster, which it did. But then I realized, man, well, this is the pattern I recognized and why don't I teach it, right? Instead of doing one-on-one clients, why don't we one-to-many? I want to be in a room and impact more people. So right now, our business is basically flipped. About I would say about 80, 85% is actually teaching, which is what I really love. Because yeah. then I can, imp- I can impact more people. And with what we're teaching, they literally can do it on their own. We want them to be able to do it on their own. We don't want them to rely on us. But then a small percentage, about 10 or 15%, after we teach them, now they're an educated buyer. They, they know the value and mm-hmm. they actually know how to do it on their own. They actually come to us and say, even though that was great, we want to do it, we, we, but we don't want to do it on our own. Can you do it for us? Right. right. So about 10, about 10 or 15% are actually done for you clients. The rest are all now teaching with our coaching clients. Yeah. So that's interesting because, you know, it's the old teach a man to fish concept, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You can give yeah. a man a fish or teach a man to fish and he'll feed him for his life and, yeah. or, you know, or yeah. her. But, um, but I'm sure there are customers who they're just so busy. Mm-hmm. This is not their passion. They're passionate yeah. about plumbing or passionate yep. about, you know, yep. they're the artists. Most of the time, right? yeah, most artists. times they're artists. Yeah, they're, they're technicians. Right? They, wanna, artists. Yeah. they want to paint that next house or whatever yeah. it is. And, yeah. and having, knowing that they have that choice though, because there are, there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are very proactive and, and very driven and, they're looking for ways to save money and so forth. So if you can teach them, they can do it on their own. They'll go do it. I'm not surprised yeah. 85% of them are, are yeah. opting that direction. But speaking of leverage, if you can speak to a room of hundreds or even thousands and teach them all how to do it, yeah. now you're truly accomplishing your your objective, which I know is to give back. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a big part of who Cease and, and Phyllis are. Is you, you're, you're, you've been very blessed. Obviously, you've worked for it. And now you're paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge believer of life gives more to what gives more to life, you know, and just, it just works that way. So, yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's, that's actually a good place for us to go to our next break because yeah. I want to come back and talk a little bit about some of the ways you're, you are giving back. I know you're, you, you do a lot for underprivileged children and, yes. and others. And so let's, let's touch a little bit on that. Maybe talk a little bit more about the VA business. Cause that's yeah. one more way to leverage and one more way to bless the lives of your All clients. Because right. time is our, our, is our rarest commodity, right? We yeah. are, I mean, if we have more time, we have more quality of life. We have more, we can focus on those things that will make us more money and, and give us more uh, satisfaction. And so, um, so we're up against our next break, everybody. We're visiting the Sea Savon. I'm enjoying this conversation, my friend. But we will be right back and we'll uh, continue the conversation. Great. 
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty. T-E-A-M, like Mary.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a uh, great conversation on this Friday morning with C. Savan. He and his wife, Phyllis, have built and sold six seven-figure companies. You now have... uh, really three or four additional companies that you're doing with your real estate investing and your coaching and training done for you, online uh, uh, digital marketing and funnel building and your virtual assistant business. I, I, I just wonder how you keep track of it all. See, it's, it's <laughs> leverage, <stretch>. leverage, 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 <laughs> right? You know, we were talking over the break about your, uh, your wife's business, Phyllis, and, yes. uh, and how you had a why and, you started to work with virtual assistants for your own business and how that has evolved. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that because that's a really yeah. interesting story. Yeah, so my wife is a, uh, she was born in Malaysia and um, her mom moved to Singapore and her mom ended up opening up a, a maid agency in Singapore. Hmm. So, and she still owns it today. So Phyllis grew up with maids around her. And uh, so in Singapore, that's just the, the normal where every house has a maid or two or sometimes three. Mm-hmm. And the maid, maids are live-in maids. And most of the maids that are live-in maids, they either come from like Burma or the Philippines or something like that. So, so she was already understand the culture of the, the, these moms would actually be away from their family and their children for a long period of time. Like, for example, Phyllis's maid, she was living with them for five years and she never went home wow. she never went home why because she had to do that she had to work and everything everything that she made in singapore she would send home and, and to 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 provide for her family and the kids and and her husband and all they would not see their kids wow. so phyllis is like wow you know and so when she got into this va business she said man i can literally help filipino moms stay home with their children. So instead of 
going to Singapore or Japan or something like that to work, why not create jobs in the Philippines so they can actually stay home, be with their children? So that's that was her main driving force behind all this. And then she started adding, yeah, then she started adding the the Tony Robbins personal development side of it. She said, Well, why don't we teach, why don't we develop them at the same time? So so part of the part of what the clients get with the VA is they get a VA with a totally different state, totally different mindset. So they, she goes through a 30-day training program. So these VAs, first they come in for a job, but then they get this development too. So now their lives are being changed, their whole mindset, their state has changed, their whole outlook in life, um, the meaning of life changes, right, for them. Mm-hmm. And then the the clients get this this VA that just doesn't show up to, just for a paycheck. This VA shows up for um, um, basically uh, a lot, like they literally said, I, I show up to work differently because this is what I do to provide for my family. 100%, right. right? And then now we've changed that VA side to being more like, instead of calling them virtual assistants, we're actually calling them virtual partners. Because they do show up like they're partners in the company. They're it, It's insane, right? Like and that. they sometimes care more about your company than you do. Well, honestly, they do, right? And they're like my VAs, I work, I have, NBAs within my my own personal company and Phyllis is like forty, um, but ultimately um, they they like they're they're the ones getting on me to get stuff done, you know, to get stuff <laughs> for them. So they keep me on my toes, right? So yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> they're your accountability buddies, huh? Yeah, they are. They are. They're really the. They're like, hey, I need this. We need this, you know, because I tell them what what we need to do. They know the direction, right? Uh-huh. So I, I give them the clarity. And they're the ones implementing the executing the task that need to be done, right? So, well, it's interesting because I think you know we talked earlier about the importance of mentors who are shortening our learning curve and helping us avoid pitfalls, and and yet having a, I call them accountability buddies, <laughs> you know, but having somebody who holds us accountable and reminds us of things. I have an assistant who is remarkable, Jill McCauley. She's our director of admin, and she manages my email inboxes and she yeah she reminds me of appointments and she makes sure i'm seeing the things that are most pressing and and she's prioritizing and she's coordinating and she handles our i used to have to do all my own youtube videos and recaps and she does all that for me now and the value of having somebody who who has your back like that is inestimable i mean it's it is priceless right yeah the challenge for many of us, for myself included, is to actually utilize them like they want to be utilized. She's constantly telling me, give me more. (laughs) I can do more. Give me more. And so we have to learn how to delegate. We have to learn how to let go of control and and have faith in them. And there's that reciprocal relationship again we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I bet you get a lot of feedback, positive feedback from customers as they're coming out of your training and uh, aligning with the VAs and the, the virtual partners. I love that, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. The power in a word, right? There's such power in just our our language. But um, I know you're getting a lot of positive feedback from it, winning yes. awards even for what you all have done and are doing. So, so if you don't mind me asking, what is your favorite part of it all? Is is literally the impact, right? I mean, on on my side of things, again, we got back into the people business, right? Like mm-hmm. literally, uh, at the end of the day, we forgot our ways, even us, right? To go back and we're in a people business. So for me, the I love the fact that 
our students can come and learn in literally three days, they built their business. Something they've never been able to do for sometimes years. Sometimes they've hired coaches directly to work with them one-on-one. But somehow when they come to our boot camp in three days, they have their business built. They know who their ideal client is. They know what their offer is. They know how which, which funnel they should use. They have clear messaging and then they learn how to drive traffic to their funnels. I, I pride myself in those five areas because I believe that if every business that is extremely successful, myself included, people on Russell stages, Tony Robbins, whatever it is, they they have really mastered these five areas. And I've, I've made it my point to teach that so that when somebody comes to my boot camp on day one, there's like a deer in the headlights on Friday mo- on Thursday morning. By the, but by the time Saturday night, the boot camp is done, they have confidence, they have certainty, they, they have reignited their motivation, a lot of them have, mm-hmm. and they have crystal clear clarity that on Sunday morning or Monday morning when they wake up, all they have to do is execute, implement what they just learned over the weekend. That's it. Um, so I love that. And then on the VA side, yes, we love the, the impact it's making on the Philippine, the Filipino uh, virtual partners. They are changing their, their whole family tree, right? Because mm-hmm. now their family used to struggle and all these things and their state wasn't where they need to be. Their finances weren't where they need to be. But now they're impacting their family tree, real family history. They're moving. It's totally changing a lot of these families' trajectory. Oh, yeah. It's generational. They're yeah, generational. communities, I'm sure. Yeah, these yeah. And that, leaders and, and yeah, they're leaders, and- learning, they're growing. And then our clients are the most uh, as well. So our clients are now having more time. Right. Since we're talking about freedom, why do you, why do you run business? To me, it's freedom. So freedom to me is being able to go where I want, when I want, stay as long as I want, and take as many people as I want. That's that's to me that's freedom. Mm-hmm. And now our clients are actually getting that. They're actually getting time. They're buying back their time, and now they're staying on their strength zone. Let their VAs work on the the stuff that they're weakest at. Huge. Love that. I love that. If every entrepreneur out there could spend all their time on what they're good at and happy and passionate about yeah i mean there'd be a lot more happy people out there right and there would be a lot more seven-figure businesses right If, if, if you're listening to this episode guys this is so integral in fact i'll tell you a quick backstory when i was asked to do this show the the general manager of voice america said what would you do a show on and i said two things i said one Business owners to be successful have got to think outside the box. They've got to be willing to consider new approaches, new relationships, new technologies. They've got to be willing to evolve. Yeah. Secondly, I said we got to link arms and do it together. And mm. everything you're talking about, you know, your business, both your business, your wife's business, do those two things as well as anything I can think of. Right? They teach people new, new approaches that are proven, new to them, but not new to you. But they're proven principles, systems, strategies, and and uh, and secrets, if you will. Yes. And they teach you how to not try to do it all on your own, right? Um, if you do, you're never gonna hit. It. You're never gonna get there. That's why so many businesses go out of business. That's why so yeah. many never hit that seven figure mark because yeah. they're they're not willing to change, and they're not and they're trying to do it on their own. They're they're holding on to the control, and in the process, they they're gonna die broke, right? Yeah. And, it is a, uh, it's a really fascinating conversation. It is absolutely true. And you've seen it happen over and over again. 
So as you've as you've built and sold these six seven figure companies, what's next for you? What are you most excited about? <laughs> yeah, right now it's about um, our next phase in our life. Even at this early age, I think in our career, um, in our life, so I'm turning forty nine. Right, I just turned forty nine, mm-hmm. and um, it's contribution now. It's about how can we give back time, finances, everything. Um, our travels that we do, we spend about right now, probably about ever since COVID's reopened up, we spend about eight months to nine months out of the year traveling, traveling, learning, um, growing, but at the same time traveling to visit, you know, family and friends. But at the same time, we're traveling to contribute, to try to give back where we can financially time, build a house, provide medicine, food, whatever it is, resources, whatever resources that's needed that we can provide. That's our next step. So our, our big, pushes how can we be even more successful so that we can give back more that's it right that's our next life so um it's 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 and we're even going to make it systematically where you know uh sales that we make a percentage that will actually go to places that doesn't even hit our bank because a little sales come we take it out and it goes right to a contribution (laughs) so that's one of the things that we're yeah that's one of the things that we're going to be starting to really structurally and systematically make um really uh, this this summer our, our whole goal is to systematize that part as well right well you you spoke earlier about how the truly successful people are very humble they're very open you know they're not the celebrity hollywood types who you can't talk to and have you know their nose in the air they are tr- they are servants, right? They they, yeah. they give back. They pay it forward. They're looking for ways to to not just uh, make money, but make a difference and make a, and leave a legacy. One hundred percent. You guys are doing exactly that. So, um, I know you have a special uh, offer for the listeners. You want to talk a bit a bit about that? We're coming up on the end of the show here. Yeah. So we our our, our signature program. If you really want to build a business in three days. Um, where you can leave with certainty, confidence, and everything thing like that is our boot camp. But before the boot camp, so this way you at least know that I know what I'm talking about, that I can actually teach you. I want to offer you a free training. It's an on-demand training. Um, the link uh, uh, that Patrick has there. Um, go watch it. Click on the link, register it. You'll be able to watch it. It's about an hour and a half, 90 minutes. And you're going to get so much value that you literally can, after that training, know exactly what you actually need to do to build and launch uh, your business, whether you're a coach, a consultant, course creator. And then after that, if you watch that, if you feel like you want to move forward and attend our boot camp, you, you guys are going to get a special offer as well. So when you scroll down to on the page after the training, you'll see our special offer just for you guys, just for you. The You know, it's like 50% off of our normal price. And that's these time just for you guys, because you're, you're listening here with Patrick. That's very generous of you. Cease. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, that link is in the episode description, guys. If you haven't seen that, cl- go ahead and click on there. It's a free chance to see what uh, Cease is talking about and get a get a good sense of what his uh, his full uh, academy or boot camp is uh, is all about. Um, how can they get a hold of you, Cease? What's the best uh, way to reach out to you? Just on your website or? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, really going there and watching the free train is the best thing for you. Because in this way, if I deliver value to you there, then you can move forward and, and attend, you know, attend one of our boot camps and, and meet me there live and in person, right? And yeah. we do we do virtual um, 
virtual boot camps and we do some in-person boot camps. So you can come to either a virtual one or an in-person one. That's really the best way, Fran, because I, I don't, I, I don't even deserve to me. I don't even deserve your time unless I've, I've added value to you. If you feel that the value is there, then, then you can, we can extend and build a relationship after that. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Cease. Thanks for being here, everybody. Certainty is out there to find. You can find it. We'll help if we can. Season's team will as well. So have a great weekend, everybody, and thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.